time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. It's another edition of the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Welcome to the show. Walter Storholt here alongside Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant, founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting. No matter where you are, Glenn can meet with you virtually or you can come in and meet in person in the office in Greensboro, North Carolina. Set it up and find out more information online at RoadmapFinancial.com. On today's episode, we're going to talk about retirement expenses for which you forgot to plan. If you are preparing for retirement and feeling confident that you have covered all of your expenses, well, think again, because we often find that many retirees overlook some crucial expenses that can leave you financially vulnerable. Glenn, looking forward to today's show with you as we break these down. Uh, hope your uh, spring is off to a good start, my friend. Yes, sir. How about yourself? It's going well. Getting over that uh, bout of COVID that I had, which was the first time in three years that I that I'd gotten it. So, uh, finally, finally broke the streak and came down with it. So, I joined joined the club. Rough couple of days, but uh, on the mend and feeling much better now. So, looking forward Good to deal. being podcasting again. We had to delay our recording, folks, because my voice just wasn't quite with it. So. <laughs> It's good to be good to be back. Uh, all right, so we're going to explore these retirement expenses, Glenn, that most people tend to forget. We're going to be talking about things like medical bills, unexpected travel costs. We might get us some tax talk and some more. And we'll give you some practical tips and strategies to help you plan for these things as well. So let's start with the first thing I mentioned, Glenn, medical expenses. Now, you might hear that and say, all right, well, I feel like medical expenses would be something that people wouldn't forget to plan for in retirement. So where do we often see people overlooking parts of that equation? Well, Walter, I mean, well, one of the one of the big things, obviously, is you know the kind of the elephant in the room, right? Long term care, right? I mean, because that kind of like it's it's not necessarily all medical, but it but it ties in with medical, you know, and and oftentimes that becomes you know of more of an issue certainly later on, and you know, and you know, in, in in the retirement years for for most people anyway, and so that that can come into play. The other thing is is just you know making sure that you ha- you know you 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 really you do a good job in, in selecting you know, what kind of, uh, you know, Medicare plan you're going to have. Are you going to have a Medicare supplement? Are you going to have a Medicare Advantage plan? You know, and, and, and just knowing the pros and the cons of that. You know, there's, you know, one uh, type of plan might have, you know, more regular ongoing, you know, monthly expenses. The other one might not have that, but they might have, but the one that doesn't have the, you know, the, the, the higher monthly might have, you know, uh, the possibility of having significant out-of-pocket. Just kind of knowing, uh, you know, what your choices are and also kind of, you know, just having, you know, making sure that you're working with somebody who's independent, who can look at a lot of different plans and also kind of, you know, knowing what your situation is as far as your health and your spouse. And do you have uh, some things that you know that you're going to need to do? I mean, I, I, I've, you know, I think, I think a lot of people are, are aware, aware of the idea of you know, there's, there's certain situations where sometimes folks have maybe they're in their working years and they're trying to finish, you know, they're trying to finish up and they have some, and they have a surgery that they need to, they, they need to do. And they realize it's like, you know, Hey, if I, if I can postpone that to Medicare, I might have a little bit better coverage and I might have a little less out of pocket. 
And that type of that that type of mindset and that type of planning is not just at that transition time. I mean, all, that does come into play. But but when you when you're thinking of of what type of a, of a Medicare plan are you going to sign up for, and and then also what you know is there some flexibility in there to be able to you know to switch at some point down the line if you know if you if you if you need to or want to. And again, that's just like really you know kind of making sure that you 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 spend the time and and doing you know doing your homework as 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 I would say because Medicare is pretty complicated and um, you know there's a lot of you know there's a lot of if ands and buts and you know and what ifs and and, and those kinds of things and you know it's 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 complicated but yet at the same time if you know most people if if they if they do a little bit of homework and they do a little bit of research and they and they and they with a Medicare advisor or you know an independent agent or you know, maybe a couple to you know to get some different takes on it they'll you know they'll, they'll probably find out it's not so overwhelming it can seem that way obviously but but the you know it's it's you know if you if you chunk it down in the in you know in, in manageable bites and you know and, and just really look at it you know and, and study it a little bit you know most people can kind of figure out you know some you know ways to strategize particularly if, if they've got a, if they've got a good independent advisor working with them Great point there, Glenn, and that's why medical expenses definitely needs to be on this list. Now, people often will plan for travel in their retirement plan, but one forgotten expense is the unexpected travel that pops up in retirement. And you might not think that that eats into somebody's portfolio all that much, but you know, death by a thousand cuts can sometimes uh, kind of pop up when I'm thinking about this, Glenn, and in all the different ways that you might experience some unexpected travel in retirement. Oh yeah, I mean Walter. I mean, you know, I think I think a lot of people have you know can can relate to that, right? I mean, you might you might have a you might have a you know a, a you know just a grandchild that that has decided that they're going to have their wedding you know somewhere a little bit more exotic, you know, and of course you're gonna you're gonna go, and yet you weren't really expecting you know that type of a thing, and it's all of a sudden you know you're adding you you know you're adding some. <laughs> a little expense, a little expense here or there, and all all of a sudden, you know, it's like you and you still want to give the gifts that you were going to give, yet at the same time, you you got to you know you got to add to that travel budget, right? Or you know you you know maybe have a you know a you know, friend or family member that um, you know that's across the country and you know and you don't you know you don't see them that that often. Maybe maybe they get sick. All of a sudden, you're doing you know more traveling back and forth because you know you, you obviously that relationships you want to you know, spend some time with them and you know do those things and so. So it's you know it, it becomes it becomes a scenario where it's just like oh I didn't we weren't that really wasn't in part of our of our overall planning and so we want to you know kind of want to make sure that you've got a little buffer there and you got that emergency fund was my father used to call it mad money right you know to be able to to do you know certain things that that are a little bit out of the out of the norm and you know and but don't completely you know knock you off kilter and cause you know a problem you know and, and make 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 your make your whole budget you know kind of blow up I mean you want you want to try to stay away from that right? you know you want you want to make sure that you're, in essence, you plan for the unexpected. You don't know what the unexpected is going to be, but you know that something's going to happen. You're right, Walter? Yeah, I think that's a great way to put it, Glenn, because uh, you, you can you can plan for the unexpected, but then there are still unexpected things that come up that you, you just can't plan for as well. And so uh, this is really just where buffer comes into mind, I'm thinking, Glenn, right? right? You're just building in that extra room in a plan for those yeah. unknowns. Uh, parental or child assistance would also make the list here, Glenn. Again, we're talking about retirement expenses for which you might have forgotten to plan. And uh, what about parental or child assistance? It's that sandwich generation concern. 
Yeah. You have situations where, you know, you're, you know, you think everything is okay. And then maybe, maybe you have an adult child that loses a job or something and, you know, and, and they, they need a little help. A couple of things happen and, or maybe, you know, they need a little, you know, it would be helpful to kids and the, and or the grandkids, you know, to be able to, you know, to maybe help a little bit with college or a few other things that, that are out there, you know, maybe some, some, you know, extracurricular activities that maybe, you know, create opportunities for them, you know, and, you know, oftentimes people think about those things, but sometimes Sometimes they, you know, they end up being a little bit more expensive than you than you thought, or maybe maybe you, you were planning for a certain amount of it, but then, like I say, you, something else popped up, right? You know, that, that it either could be an opportunity or it could be you know maybe a setback, you know. But 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 either way, it's additional monies that you know that that you that you want to be able to do and help because I mean obviously it means your family, right? And so and sometimes those those things are it's not necessarily easy to say no, and and sometimes you you don't want to say no. You 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 want to be able to do it. And sometimes you can, you might stretch yourself a bit, and again, again, you got to kind of be careful. And again, and I think that kind of still comes into that 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 whole concept, Walter, of 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 the unexpected, right? You want to plan for it, and um, you know, and you don't. But again, you don't necessarily know exactly what it's going to be, but you know that something's going to happen or some things are going to happen. It's just called life, right? I mean, there's there's always there's always surprises, and you know, sometimes there are advantages and you know and, and opportunities, and sometimes there there they're setbacks but they but they do happen and and so you want to kind of build that into your overall planning if that makes sense it does make sense and i know that that is uh, definitely a concern for people how much do you help that next generation or the prior generation and how far ahead of your own retirement do you put it a lot of people sacrifice their own retirements to take care of loved ones and it can be noble but it can be just as damaging because you kind of start perpetuating this cycle of then maybe you needing help from the next generation as well and that's a really difficult conversation for a lot of people to have no you're i mean you're absolutely right walter and and you know and and you know it's, it's one of those things where you know some of those conversations you know, are, are, are best to be had, you know, before anything happens, right? It's just mm. like, you know, you, you kind of sit down and you say, look, you know, kind of entering into this you know, time in life, you know, and, and, you know, and that could be for the you know, retiree. It could also be for, you know, for the adult children, you know, and their, and their kids are starting to, you know, get ready to go to college, you know, and you just, you know, having, having different conversations about different things that are, that are, you know, that are likely to happen or maybe bound to be, you know, bound to happen. And, um, and then just, you know, ha- kind of, decide on how you're going to deal with it before it happens if that makes sense because again you you know that certain things you know have have a, a relatively high chance of happening at some point and so you know whether they happen or not i mean if you if you've kind of addressed them and talked about them prior to it happening then you're then you're at a place of 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 kind of looking at everything logically and rationally a, a little bit more and and so you're not in reactionary mode as as much as just okay well we we've, we've we've talked a bit about this and and so we have we have a little bit of a plan as to how, how we're going to deal with it does that make we'll, sense walter we'll, we'll fire file that under fantastic advice but also easier said than done, right? To, to be yeah. able to ha- preemptively have those conversations. Tough to get people motivated to want to have those tough talks sometimes. But I know that's where meeting with an advisor can be really helpful because you can help shepherd those conversations and move people in the right direction of addressing these kinds of things that not only get overlooked, but might be hard to talk about. So that's a really important thing to highlight as well. Uh, coming up next here is we talk about retirement expenses for which you forgot to plan would be taxes and why would we file this under the category because taxes do kind of pop up in every part of the retirement planning conversation so what's the forgotten part here 
Well, Walter, I mean, there, there, I mean, there, well, some, some, sometimes it's a forgotten part. Sometimes it's just a, a, an awareness part, right? I mean, we've talked, we've talked a number of times in, in, uh, in, you know, in previous episodes about, you know, the ways, you know, what happens with Social Security, right? And that, that Social Security is not inherently taxable, but it becomes subject to taxation based on how much other income you have. It's a little different than, than, than virtually anything else that's out there in the, within the tax code. And so, so, you know, it's, you know, sometimes that can be, that can be surprising to folks. It's like suddenly, you know, they, they, they thought that they weren't going to have any, any taxation on their social security or it was going to be limited. And then suddenly they, they took some extra distributions or a pension got turned on and, and then it, it changed that around a bit. You know, another thing that can kind of come into play there is, is, you know, is to, you know, you know, in terms of planning, again, I ask people, you know, on a, on a regular basis. What do you think is going to happen with tax rates in the future? You know, do you think they're going to stay basically the same? Do you think they're going to go down or do you think they're likely to rise? You know, kind of given the, the debt and the deficits and, and everything else that's going on within the country, vast majority of people I talk with, you know, you know believe that, that, that it's likely that we're going to see, you know, tax rates go higher at some point. Thinking about that, if you, you know, depending upon where you have your money and how it's positioned, right? I mean, if it's in, if it's in pre-tax accounts or, you know, disproportionate portion is in those you know, pre-tax accounts, and and then it's going to be taxable as you draw it out. In essence, you, you might you might end up being in a, in a in a different tax bracket, and you and in that in that regard, you end up not having quite as much money in that account that that is yours as you thought. You know, I mean, because there's you know in those types of accounts, you know, you you typically kind of think in terms of you know, well, part of it's yours. You know, maybe the lion's share of it's yours, but there's there's also you know potentially can be a a, a pretty big chunk of that of that account. You know, if it's a traditional. IRA or 401k that has yet to be taxed, you know, I mean, that, that, that money that's in there is, you know, is, is, is not all yours. It might have your name on the account statement, but as you know, I mean, you've, if you put away wages, you know, in, into those types of accounts, you know, and you, and you've made that agreement with, you know, with, with, with uncle Sam to say, you know what, when I, when I draw this money out, we're going to, it's going to be subject to tax. Well, if if tax rates go higher, suddenly that can be problematic if you hadn't if you hadn't done some planning and and, and done some tax aware planning, you know, and, and make make sure that you're doing everything you can to be as efficient as you can be because you want to try with everything you can to to try to you know minimize that that expense because for a lot of folks, I mean, you know, taxes can be can be one of the or if not the biggest you know expenses in retirement and and you really you know you, you hate to see that happen particularly if it, you know if if tax rates in the future jump because that's that's really out, outside of your control and you want to you want to try to position yourself as best you can to be able to have some strategies as to how you're going to get money out of those kinds of accounts or, or how you're going to position those those funds yeah, it's really good to uh, kind of consider all those moving parts related to taxes. And now we get to uh, our final two categories in our retirement expenses for which you forgot to plan. The next would be maintenance and repair. This is kind of like that uh, that unexpected travel part, right? Like just a whole bunch of little things that start just popping up on you. And this can happen with maintenance and repair. It's one reason my parents, as they're looking to retire later this year, Glenn, and they're they're moving to Maine and they're looking at houses, and they've pretty much said, like, we're, we're done with the old 1950s houses, even 1980s. Now, we, we want something newer, if at all possible, because we just don't want to have to worry about these major systems. Right, right. Well, yeah, I mean, and as is, is, you, know, you, you well know, right? I mean, if you've owned a house for a long period of time, I mean, those things can crop up. 
right? I mean, it could be a roof, right? It could be an HVAC system, you know, you, maybe the water heater. It can be also car scenarios, right? I mean, you, you, it's like, you know, you know how long, how long you, you think your car is going to last, you know, and how, how much do you use your car, right? I mean, for some people, they literally are going to have, you know, maybe one or two cars in, you know, in retirement because they just don't really use them that much, right? And they, and they like their car, right? And they, and they really, really want, they want to hold on to it. And, you know, and sometimes they can, you know, and, but then there's other folks that, that, that do a lot more driving, you know, or maybe they like to trade cars, you know, more often. And, and so those, those, those kinds of things can, you know, can end up being, you know, things that you didn't necessarily fully plan for. And so you, you gotta, you gotta really kind of try to take a step back and say, okay, well, you know, what else is, what else is out there? You know, what else can, you know, can potentially, you know, uh, you know, take me by a little bit of, of surprise, you know, and, and, you know, you'd like to think that, that they, you know, these maintenance and repair things, you know, would, would, would be, you know, would be a little bit self-evident, but, you know, but, but, you know, is, you know, as, as most people realize, it's like, you know, you live your whole life and they, and they happen from time to time and you can kind of have a pretty good idea that's like, okay, that's going to happen you know, where it could happen or, you know, it's likely to happen. But, but for, for most people, when it actually does happen, it's like, oh man, you know, and it's, and it's still a little bit of a surprise or a shocker or, you know, or, or, you know, or, or just, you know, just, so it can be, you know, maybe it's not the, totally a shock, but it, but certainly can be inconvenient. And, you know, so you want to, you want to kind of build those things into, you know, into your, your overall planning. And, you know, like you say, Walter, I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to end up moving or doing, doing some different things, you know, be, be very cognizant of, you know, are you, are you buying, you know, are you buying deferred maintenance, right? Particularly if, if you're trading houses or cars or anything like that, because, you know, you don't necessarily want to, you know, purchase somebody else's deferred maintenance. Great point there. Yeah. And I would uh, definitely file this under a, a list of things that people forgot to plan. And uh, it's also one of the reasons why a lot of people will go for those low maintenance houses or maybe even want to rent and just not have to worry about some of these expenses so they can have more predictability in retirement. I know you, you see that from time to time as well. Uh, last but not least, we've added this to the list, Glenn. Uh, people should be aware of it by now, but it's maybe something they forgot to plan in uh, their retirement future and their retirement outlook a couple years ago, and that would be inflation. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I look at inflation as, as, as it's, it's, it's kind of built in, right? I mean, it, it's, you know, it's here to stay, and then it's just a matter of how much, right? And, of course, here recently, you know, we, we've, we've seen a real spike you know, and, and inflation. I mean, it's always kind of there, and it, you know, and, and it's it's kind of that silent expense, right? It just just gradually creeps up, and you know, it's it's like I said, it's kind of it's kind of you know jumped a bit in here in the in the last year or two, but but um, you know, you want you want to make sure that you have hedges against that, you know, built in. You have you know different ways of being able to have your income increase, you know, over time to be able to keep up with that, you know, and and so that you're able to have the lifestyle that you want to have and and that you're not totally uh, having everything just, you know, just, you know, all together locked in and fixed, you know, I mean, and it, you know, that really becomes, you know, more evident, you know, the longer you live in retirement, right? Because it's like, you know, a couple of years, you know, here or there, you know, it doesn't really, I mean, you're going to see it a little, but, you know, the, the, the cumulative effect over 5, 10, 15, 20 years, you know, suddenly, I mean, you, you know, just you reach a point where it's like, okay, you know, it finally, you know, went over the edge. And it's like, okay, I have a problem if you haven't built in some, you know, some hedges there and ways to, to be able to have you know, a bit more income later on. 
And um, that should really be part of that overall planning process and in terms of, you know, make, making sure that it's built to last and that, that you're going to be okay regardless as to what's, go what's going on, you know, in the economy and, and you know, and, and so forth. And, and it's, 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 you know, it's, it's a little easier said than done, but, but, it's, but it is something that, that, that can be addressed if, you know, if you, if you take your time and you're working with the right advisor. If you've got questions about anything we've talked about today or we covered some retirement expenses for which you forgot to plan and you need to get a review of your situation, you can get a free consultation with Glenn by going to RoadmapFinancial.com and clicking free consultation at the bottom of the page. Glenn is the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting. He's a registered financial consultant and helps people each and every day prepare for retirement. RoadmapFinancial.com, again, the place to go. Click on free consultation or you can call 336-291-3535, 336-291-3535. That'll do it for this week's edition of the Retirement Roadmap. Hope you enjoyed the episode, and we'll talk to everybody again next time. Join us again for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast.